The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edwin Sproad Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade Telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238, in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KUCW Channel 30 of Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cleve for over 90 years, in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hunt Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn will sing the spirit-inspiring song entitled, I'm Gonna Keep On Walking." 
They will be ably accompanied by Tierra Summers on the piano and Pohaku Carter on the organ. There is only victory ahead as we go onward and forward with our Lord and Savior. As we go through our daily walk with Him and press on towards the mark of the prize of the high calling, He will surely answer our prayers and deliver us. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words appear on your television screen.
The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the song entitled, Sing to the Lord. Yes, viewers, we can sing to the Lord with a voice of triumph, for he is our burden bearer and deliverer that can help us overcome any obstacles that come our way. We praise and thank the Lord for his tender mercy and great goodness. Sherilyn and Abing will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the spirit-inspiring song, Whisper a Prayer. During her background music will be head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, associate pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. Despite our busy schedules and all the trials and tribulations we go through each day, it is comforting to know that our Lord is only a prayer away. Prayer is the strength of the gospel. It is prayer that moves the mighty hand of God that moves the whole world.
The church choir will now perform their final number for today entitled Highest Place. The Lord is our mighty Savior in all in all. As the words to the song goes, we place you on the highest place for you are the great high priest. We place you high above all else and we come to you and worship at your feet. To God be the glory for the great things he has done.
We are blessed to hear from the flute section of the band who will play the song, Our Prayer. We worship our Lord and Savior in spirit and in truth, in the beauty of holiness. As we put the Lord first in our daily lives, He causes our souls to rejoice in all that we do for Him. We must cling to the rock, Christ Jesus, and surely He will give us the strength to stand fast and keep the faith until He returns in clouds of glory for His very own.
Associate Pastor Timothy and Mrs. Emilia Hahn Sr. will now blend their voices to the song entitled, Cheer Up, to our faithful viewers out there. Smile and cheer up for the wonderful day the Lord has given us. He is speaking to your heart today to accept him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord. For today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Mrs. Miriam Gundo. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life. Have a beautiful Sunday. Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jandak, and I'd like to repeat our television time, station, and locations in the currently asked for viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. These telecasts cannot be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast channel 238, in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV, channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KAC1, channel 9 in Los Angeles, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and Pasadena and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV, channel 20 in Grand Johnson, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Mile Cable, 5, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about gospel work and your kingdom of God, crusade telecast in its entirety, Please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. 
and our concerning our schedule of gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Service is held at the, the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7, 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service starts at 10 a.m. and the heavy services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer service is held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 7 a.m. 10 a.m. at our Kalki Branch Church located at 1361 Polo Avenue. Gospel service is held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule observed by our neighbor Alvaran churches as service all were conducted by Pastor Reginald Castaneda Senior in Kanaka Kamunkai, Pastor Kenneth Alvaran in Hainamaria, Pastor Walter I.T. Law in Hilo, Hawaii, Pastor Linda Kawana Sama Senior in Kono, Hawaii, Pastor Herbert Sari in Logo, Hawaii, and Pastor Vesper Power in Pastor Rosicus Walter Binlao, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of your affiliations. There are no collections. If you desire to volunteer to continue to support this telecast and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to address designated to conclude the telecast. And I'd like to turn, return our program back to our associate professor, trustee, Edwin Hall Sr., who will bring forward a spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. Good morning, dear television viewers, and thank you for joining us this morning in the reading of God's Word to enrich our spiritual lives in the ways of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please get your Bibles out and follow along with the reading of today's sermon topic entitled, Set Thy Spiritual House in Order. Our spiritual house is the life we live here upon the earth. And we must prepare ourselves spiritually to meet the Lord Jesus Christ when he returns to call up his waiting bride, the church. Step one in accomplishing today's sermon topic is to accept the Lord Jesus Christ's plan of salvation for our souls, to be able to hear him speak to us in our daily lives as our Savior, Master, and Lord. And today is very critical because there is no promise of tomorrow. And besides that, tomorrow may be too late. God's Word, the Bible, teaches mankind to remember that many are called, but few are chosen. And our right choice is to always choose the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and the blessings to spend eternity with Him in heaven above. God's body of Christ, His church, is made up of people who are peculiar and special in His eyes, referred to in the scripture as the apple of His eye. Yes, the Lord Jesus Christ is calling a people out of a people, and today He is calling you and me personally out of the millions of people upon this earth to become a part of His true church, of which He is the head. To do this, we must all examine ourselves and take inventory of our lives, to see where we stand in our spiritual walk with Him, and to ensure we are standing with the Lord Jesus Christ and are sharing a spiritual relationship with Him in our daily lives. Our mission today is to set our spiritual houses or lives in order, to accomplish the guidelines presented in God's Word, the Bible. We must accept Jesus Christ by being baptized by immersion in water in His name and being filled with His Holy Spirit. Only then can we be redeemed from this earth as we faithfully await His second coming in clouds of glory. Setting our spiritual house in order is an individual matter between ourselves and the Lord Jesus Christ, with the heart of the matter being our love for Him by keeping His commandments. 1 John 5, 3 recites this truth. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. There is nothing superficial or deceptive about the gospel of the kingdom of God that Jesus Christ preached 
on the shores of Galilee. And the born-again message he taught his disciples is the same message we also preach to you today in these telecast presentations. Nothing different. The invitation given to every man, woman, and child is found in Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30 that reads, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And Jesus Christ's plan of salvation through water baptism in his name is a mandatory commandment that all pastors and clergy must also preach today, instructing their congregations about what they must do. The gospel of the kingdom of God is simply the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. While preaching at Antioch, Paul and Barnabas turned their attention to the Gentiles because the Jews had rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ. Envious over Paul's spiritual preaching, many of the Jews sought to disperse those who listened to Jesus Christ by their contradicting and blaspheming statements. Acts 13, 46 to 47 denotes, Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you, but seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. Paul admonished the Jews because of their rejection of the gospel Jesus Christ preached, and that determined their own sad end. And the same applies to every man, woman, and child today who willingly rejects the Lord Jesus Christ and the gospel of the kingdom of God that he preached. The apostle Paul warns all mankind in Hebrews 2, 1 through 4. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedient received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord? and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with divers miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. The Lord Jesus Christ had a conversation with Nicodemus in John 3, 1 through 4, that reads, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? During their conversation, Jesus Christ perceived the thoughts in the heart of Nicodemus. And likewise today, Jesus Christ is looking into our hearts to perceive our own thoughts as we view this telecast presentation. 
Jesus Christ answered Nicodemus with this commandment given to him and all mankind in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. <coughs> Jesus Christ also commanded everyone in John 3, 6 and 7, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Jesus Christ encouraged his disciples as spoken in Matthew 13, 16 through 17. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. The Lord Jesus Christ is referring to our spiritual eyes and ears, which must be open to his word, the Bible, which will in turn open our hearts and mind when we accept the gospel of the kingdom of God concerning the salvation of our soul. This is what every man, woman, and child must do to set our spiritual lives in order. Today, we all walk in Nicodemus' shoes because we also start off with our natural understanding. Then as we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, are baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, and filled with God's Holy Spirit, our spiritual understanding will be opened unto the truth of God's Word. Luke 24, 45 to 48 adds this confirmation. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. The core issues within the gospel of the kingdom of God pertain to mankind's repentance and remission of sins. We must repent of our sins, be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, and filled with God's Holy Spirit to be saved. All other processes of salvation outside the name and blood of Jesus Christ are incorrect and will not work because the Lord Jesus Christ alone shed His blood and paid the price for you and me on the cross of Calvary. Mark 16, 15 through 16 instructs all mankind. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. The ground truth is that we must believe God's word pertaining to the salvation plan of Jesus Christ, which pertains to all mankind today born into this world. And we must believe and obey God's word to gain the promise of eternal life in heaven above with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it is the blood of Jesus Christ that will remove our sins when we are born again by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. The final verdict states 
that the whole world is guilty before God, as stated in Romans 3, 9 and 10. What then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise, for we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. And as, as it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. God's commandment and remedy to remove sin was preached by Peter in Acts 2, verses 36 and 37 that reads, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? In Acts 2, 38, it reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is step one, and it simply means godly sorrow for our sin. We acknowledge our sins in a godly manner, having been born into this world as sinners. Step two is to believe the gospel and be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit. Acts 4.12 confirms the step two regarding the saving name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus Christ set the pattern of good works for us to follow when he too was baptized by his cousin John the Baptist in the River Jordan. The Lord Jesus Christ said unto John, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. 1 Peter 4, 1 and 2 also explains, For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, Arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, for he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. Water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ removes our old sinful conscience, and we become new creatures to live a life above sin in Christ Jesus. Being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ represents the death burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ so that we too can be resurrected to live a new life above sin. Only the blood of Jesus Christ has the power to remove sin. There is no medication, surgical procedure, or health plan that can remove sin. The Word of God confirms that from the day of Pentecost forward, every soul that believed the gospel was baptized by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ Therefore, if we have not been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we must be rebaptized correctly in the name of Jesus Christ to receive the remission of our sins. Step three in God's plan of salvation is to be filled with God's Holy Spirit by speaking in tongues as God's Bible evidence to prove that we have received God's Holy Spirit within. Tongues are a manifestation of the inner presence of God's Holy Spirit. And speaking in tongues is the only Bible evidence to prove that we have been filled with His Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God's seal of redemption, as stated in John 7, 37 to 38, that reads, In the last day, that 
day of the great day of the feast, Jesus stood cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And in Acts 2, 1 through 4, God's Holy Spirit was outpoured upon the 120 believers in Jerusalem. It reads, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and there suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire that sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. God's presence through His Holy Spirit is as powerful today as it was on the day of Pentecost. And His presence within the heart of His believers, the body of Christ, is with us daily to lead and guide us on to victory until we hear the Lord Jesus Christ call us up saying, Come up hither. We in the Apostolic Faith Church here in Hawaii and in the Philippine Islands are Pentecostal because we have experienced the manifestation of God's Holy Spirit in everything that we say and do for Him. And we speak today in God's unknown tongue and language and have the gift of interpretation of tongues. Therefore, God's Holy Spirit is perfected in His believers in greater measure, especially in these closing days of time. Today, we have learned through God's Word how to set our spiritual lives in order. Hence, it is our daily prayer that many more souls will accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord, because that is what every man, woman, and child must do to receive eternal life. James 2, 17 to 20 and 26 instructs, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God? Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. The test of our decision of faith in Christ Jesus must be demonstrated by our acceptance or rejection of Jesus Christ to set our spiritual lives in order. Hence, our good works are the evidence of our good faith in Christ Jesus, and that confirms our believing faith and works. 1 Peter 4, 17-19 offers this exhortation. For the time is come. The judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator." The Lord Jesus Christ is giving every man, woman, and child the opportunity today to set their spiritual lives in order as believers in the body of Christ, His church, to perfect His will in our daily lives. And we all know that no one in this world is perfect. And the Lord Jesus Christ is changing our imperfect lives so that we too can become acceptable unto Him and be led by His Holy Spirit to do His holy and blessed will in our daily lives. 
God's standard of salvation, service, and worship remain unchanged. And his commandments and ordinance have life-changing power for everyone who will obey his holy word. We must continue to keep his commandments and press toward the mark of the prize for the high calling in Christ Jesus. The body of Christ's church is a remnant of believers who follow his word to the very letter. Romans 7, 12 through 13 denotes, wherefore the law is holy and the commandment is holy and just and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid, but sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceeding sinful. Paul instructs the church in Galatians 5, 17 and 18, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that they cannot do the things ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. We must not look back once we are saved. And we must continue to follow the Lord Jesus Christ every step of the way that his Holy Spirit leads us to go in our daily lives. Paul defines the fruit of God's Holy Spirit for our learning in Galatians 5.22. It reads, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Against such, there is no law. And in Ephesians 5, 8 through 10, we are taught, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. In conclusion of today's sermon topic, let us read 2 Corinthians 6, 1 and 2. It reads, We then, as workers together with him, beseech you also that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Having therefore set our spiritual lives in order, we too can stand ready, willing, and available to hear the Lord Jesus Christ beckon his bride, the church, to meet him in clouds of glory, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, or review these telecast presentations in their entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Till our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of his hands. Our church band will close our Kingdom of God crusade telecast with this comforting song entitled, Yes, I Know.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.